If you suffer from neck or back pain, get relief from the experts at Thibodeau Regional Spine Center. We'll start with an evaluation and develop a treatment plan just for you. We offer non-surgical treatment options and, if needed, minimally invasive surgery, which can mean a quicker recovery. Get relief from neck and back pain and get back to work and play with Thibodeau Regional Spine Center. Call 985-493-4501. 493-4501. CSX, a growing Fortune 500 logistics company, has immediate openings for freight train conductors. If you're looking for a rewarding career offering paid training at nearly $25 per hour, competitive benefits, and you share a passion for great service, Apply today at csx.com slash careers. That's csx.com slash careers. CSX, committed to supporting military and veteran families and their communities. CSX is an equal opportunity employer. Okay, let's start unloading the sod over here. The grass is always greener when Haruka's Lawn Care does the mowing. And then we want to get the flower bed started before lunch. They need a new landscaping designer to keep their budding business growing. Can we double check the incline here? This one needs to drain this way. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. It seems to me, and I have no way of knowing this for sure, that some part of Aaron Rodgers wants or needs attention. Like, why do you publicly talk about, I don't know if I'm going to stay. I predicted whatever was worked out, it would be a situation where Rodgers could get out at the end of every year because I think he wants everyone in that same position next year. Key, Jay, and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, 800-998-1003, Saints fans. in hour number one. I kind of think uh, the Saints could be a team that could contend in the NFC. You know what I mean? Jordan, go ahead and start looking at flights to Glendale. No, I'm kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. Jarvis Landry signing with the New Orleans Saints over the weekend. We'll hear from him this segment. The details of the contract coming out today, one year, $3 million, also has another $3 million in potential bonuses and incentives uh, based on stats and things of that nature. So it could be up to six. It's three right now. Absolute steal, right? And, again, it's a one-year prove-it deal. If he does well, obviously, probably get an extension, things of that nature. But bottom line, you heard him over the weekend. And again, Saints had rookie minicamp. You'll hear from Chris Olave this segment here. Also with Dennis Allen. He's going to play a bunch of bites here. Coming up at 115, Rafael Esparza, 130. Justin Hill, he's the head coach of McNeese State Baseball. They won the regular season title by game over Jordan's SLU uh, Lions. As basically it came down to this, McNeese swept. And all the other teams that were close and tied with them, like SLU, lost at least one game in their weekend series. An incredible endo to the Southland Conference regular season. The tournament's going to be incredible when we look at that, but want to show him love. So we'll talk to him 
coming up at 1.30, 2.15, Marlon Favorite, and at 2.30, Christian Clark, who wrote something over the weekend about the challenge per David Griffin that the Pels may have in the extension with Zion and, and uh, things of that nature. So, so we'll talk about that. The numbers are kind of out. That's July 1st when the extension can be given, and we will talk about that. The lottery is tomorrow, and Jordan here will give us in a little bit who's going to represent the Pelicans in the drawing room to observe the actual drawing and the placement, and then who will be on stage when we watch tomorrow night. But I want to play some of these sound bites here so you can actually hear, first off, Jarvis Landry deciding to sign with the Saints, what this process was like. That's what he had to say back um yesterday. Yeah, it was it was um it was a bit it was a bit stressful, you know, it was it was um um but it gave me opportunity to um you know train like I wanted to, um be with my family, spend time with my family, um and um but also gave me an opportunity to, you know, be able to call New Orleans home. You know, I had a great visit when I came. Um, me and Mickey spoke. Um, me and DA spoke. I had a great conversation with Jameis um, that led to future conversations down the road that ultimately leads to me sitting here in this seat um, that were very important and instrumental in um, me actually deciding to be a New Orleans Saints. I thought that was big when he says there, look, I mean, obviously you're going to talk to the coach. You're going to talk to – the general manager and, and things of that nature, find out what that vision and things of that nature. But you you hear again how Jameis Winston is, is key and, and being a leader on this team and, and Landry saying it, it was something that that uh that stood out to him. A little bit more on that. Yeah, just understanding, you know, the di- dynamic of, you know, the receivers that have been here. Um, obviously, understanding the dynamic of the team, the culture, um, the coaching staff, you know, about the coaching staff and um, and how the organization is ran as a whole, you know. And that's something for me um, going into my ninth season uh, and being a pro, like, you know, I want to walk into a situation when culture is set, you know, walk into a situation where, um, you know, everybody's working on one accord, you know, and that's something that's um, very important to me at this stage in my career and obviously have an opportunity to know what, you know, what Jameis is going to do back there. So uh, knowing that I'll, I'll have a, some chance to make some plays out there too. Why, why are you smiling when you mention Jameis? <laughs> because that's one thing he's going to do. He's going to throw it, you know. He's going to throw it and he's going to make plays and he's going to trust his guys to make plays for him. Um, and as a receiver, um, that's all you need. You know, that's all you want. I love that. And, again, that's something that, again, is interesting when you hear him saying that Jameis Winston is a reason. Again, and that's why I keep saying you heard me last week, Jordan. I've been saying it even into the show. I understand there's some trepidation or some fear. Well, can he do this? I Again, at the end of the day, I understand the man threw 30 interceptions. He also threw 30 touchdowns that year, and he threw for 5,000 yards in the NFL. Not the USFL, not on Madden, like, for real. The guy won a national championship game. He has talent. I mean, you know what I mean? And it's crazy. Um, And again, I'm not calling him a Hall of Famer. I don't need him to be. Can can you just make some plays? Make some plays, make some reads, and deliver the football to some of these guys. Especially 
Michael Thomas and Chris Olave Landry on that. I mean, you know, we all have different types of skill sets. You know, um, me and Mike more similar. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, we we all are, are a problem. You know, we all pose type of threat, you know, and uh, especially here in this offense where, you know, things are interchangeable, um, personnels, different types of personnels, um, different weapons. You can't ever leave out AK and the things that he does for the running game um, and then obviously getting Jameis back healthy um, and, and under center is going to be important. Here we go. But. <laughs> oh, boy. What? Here's what? one sound bite. What? Did you, not, did you not hear what Landry just said there? One sound did bite and hear? we're going to the Super Bowl. I, the Saints I, are going I, to the Super I'm Bowl. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know? I, I, you... You heard him say what I was saying. Who you doubling? Who you doubling? I mean, literally. Block, I didn't know it was block the next- for a second. Can you block for a second? Can you just block for a second? And Jameis, can you just throw it to the right guy? I, mean, I didn't know it was sitting next to Jarvis all. Landry here. I'm just saying. I'm, I I don't understand why why you're not on this train. You know me. I have never been, never, ever, ever in my life have I been a homer. Have I been Mister <laughs> okay. Black and Gold? Sunglasses. I'm just telling you, I'm looking at what's on paper and the potential of this team. I've never been a homer. Meanwhile, the Drew Brees puppet. That doesn't mean just I'm a sits homer. Right in front of us. Hey, it was given to us. He's still part of the show. I mean, if you think I'm a Drew Brees, I mean, everyone thinks he's coming back. By the way, he's not coming back. Even even this morning, Dennis Allen said at the golf tournament. The Saints Hall of Fame golf tournament's going on uh, this morning. He says he 100% thinks that Drew Brees made the uh, the tweet in jest about still wanting to play. I think he wants to call NFL games, and he wasn't doing that at NBC, hence why they mutually, in his words, parted ways. And we found out earlier today, before we go to the phone lines, Jordan Sean Payton apparently is... Uh, leaking what he's going to. Yeah, he's going to be joining Fox as a studio analyst, and I don't think that it's it's leaking. I think it's basically confirmed. If you go on Sean Payton's Twitter page and yeah. you see at the top his Twitter banner, literally says Fox Sports. It says Fox Sports exactly. So uh, he will be on there, I guess, with Jimmy and all. That's just that's a lot of. It's a lot. I still think he would have been really good as a game analyst. I feel like him and Drew should do something together. Here we go. Why wouldn't they do something? To, I feel like that's a big duo. Because then you could be like, yeah, this is what Drew and I did. And then you get his perspective. You and then you get Drew's perspective. Would get? I think you'd like that if you're a Saints fan. But if you're not a Saints fan, do you, do you constantly want to hear them talk about their their, their day? Well, that's what, every, that's what every former athlete does. They talk about their experience okay. in the league. All right. All right. Which is very good insight because it's not – there's not a lot of people that could give that insight. One more bite uh, with Landry, and then I'll come to you, Mr. Black. Obviously, Tyron Matthew and now LSU fans finally can have not uh, a tiger here, a tiger there, a tiger everywhere. <laughs> I love the, the the tweets over the weekend. All it took was Sean Payton to leave, and all of a sudden LSU guys are Yeah, what a bad look for him. I don't there. know if it's a horrible look for Sean Payton, but, I mean, it's not the best look. Now all of a sudden. But you really think he hated LSU? Come on. I mean, now all of a sudden all these LSU players are oh, starting okay. to come to the Saints. Anyway, Landry on uh, speaking with Matthew. I know it's been it's been a while, but yeah, we've spoken. We've spoken uh, these last two weeks. His birthday was actually yesterday as well, so um, we spoke. Uh, we've been speaking. Um, you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's new on the Saint. You know, um, and honestly, to tell you the truth, one of the reasons again too, he's another reason why 
um, I wanted to actually be here. You know, everything that he means to the game, obviously, but, you know, the leadership that he's shown since, you know, since high school when I met him at a Tennessee camp um, doing one-on-ones, you know, and the thing about the year has been instrumental in the person, the player that I've become, you know, and to have opportunity to um, play on this level at this stage um, here in New Orleans, um, it's something that's very special uh, to him, uh, to me, and um, I think uh, our conversations kind of, you know, led to there, and we'll continue on from there. Mr. Black, thank you for calling the show, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How y'all doing this evening? Doing good, man. Doing well. Uh, just congratulations. You know what I'm saying? For the graduation. I appreciate uh, that. Thank right, you. you. But it seems like you left the plume on the stage, man. You keep talking bad about the Saints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I want to put this out there. What y'all think for a million, one year, ODB come to home? Here we go. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm just asking. No, no, I hear you. Um, uh, uh, what you, you think? <laughs> what? Where, we where got enough. I, look, I, I, I hear you. I, that's a lot of footballs. <laughs> You're gonna have to to uh, to go around. And here's the other thing too. Um, what what does he want? You know how much money he's gonna go and things of that nature. I don't know. I I I. I what we give him? He's coming out of an injury out the Super Bowl. He probably uh, played the last eight nine games. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, he, in the playoffs. That's it. So you know what I'm saying? A million, maybe two. That's 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 good enough. You know what I'm saying? Come back home, be with your friends. You like you and John to redo it again? Right. The sense it was a mess up in Cleveland. Just trying to make it better in the horse. You know what I'm saying? You got a nice ball like that. Don't mind throwing the ball deep to you. You know what I'm saying? And like, like the intern said, if he ain't say I'm saying for him, we're going to do a good run. We're going to have a good run. You know what I'm saying? I think we we'll probably be Super Bowl bound. But I think that every year, you know what I'm who said it best? Gus, closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> Mr. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like if, there, there might be, there might be too many targets if you go in that direction and there might be one of those on your hands if you have too many top wide receivers just team, on one court. It's a team, you're at home. No, uh uh-uh, It won't be by me, me, me. It's a team sport and I know Odell had his plan in his career. He don't mind playing because he won't, he already got a Super Bowl. He don't want another one. He want to help his, um, Best friend get one job. Why not do it at home? And you at home, he'll bring another Super Bowl to your home team. Yeah. No, you know I hear it. I hear You know what I'm saying? So it won't be about me, me, me. It's about be team. And he'll come add a little more depth. We don't need him around the eight, nine weeks anyway. You know what I'm saying? But right now, we, everything be lovely. Now I want your contract. And let's see how we roll with that. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice. So think about it. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have Twitter. I'm going to up my Twitter mm-hmm. OD Beth will come at home. All right. You know what I'm saying? Look, Mr. Black, you're not the only one. I can promise you there's a ton of people over the weekend. So go ahead and bring, bring um, you know, LBJ back and bring, get everybody together. Just trade it all for Joe. Yeah. Trade it all. No, what? No, we're not trading it. with Okay, that's all the time we have. No, we're not trade. We just trying to win your contract. <laughs> I, I, I said for Joe. We're not, not, we're not trading for Joe Burrow. Might as well just bring the whole LSU anyway. team back. Oh, my goodness. All right, thank oh, you, you, Mr. Black. Oh, you want to get Joe, too? <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all have a good one. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Hitting the break. When we come back, Mr. Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas, we'll talk PGA Championship. The second major of the year is uh, taking place this week. Tiger Woods practice round. We've been watching here on the television, Jordan. Uh, Tiger Woods playing a practice round today. They're, they're basically following him throughout the course. Well, what a surprise. That. What a surprise. Uh, sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The other day, Someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. It's Gus Gell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. There it is. When you hear the king, you know, it's one thing, one thing only. Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas, joining us as always. You can follow him on Twitter, VSI.Sports. Of course, YouTube's got their own TV show. Are you going to have uh, Jordan the Graduate now as your, as your special guest? Um, Raphael, how are you? I am doing well. I should because actually right now I got to Juan Ed's looking for him for an apartment so he can move out and oh, start on. being. Uh, so uh, I got to Juan Ed's right now. It's expensive <laughs> to rent an apartment, so I hope you saved a lot of money. It is. It is. Uh, are you ready, Jordan? I don't know ready if I'm ready. The real world? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to be. I was basically thrown out the nest just now. I was going to say, well, Papa Kleber did text me over the weekend. He said that hundred dollars that he taped to that maker's mark. It's going to go a long way. That's that's for uh, that's part of the depositing when you when you go get your apartment. <laughs> I don't even want to think about this right get now. Get out! Yeah, no, you got to you got to get. <laughs> and I have to furnish. I have no choice. Dishes, all that stuff, man. You got a lot of work ahead of you, buddy. So and I, I might there might be some things missing from. 
Mama and Papa Kleber's house. Are you going to raid the house? Yes. <laughs> Raphael, uh, it's on TV right now. This just in the Max Kellerman show. And they're having a live segment, Dan Graziano and also uh, Lewis Riddick. And they are discussing the chances Drew Brees returns to the NFL. Look, we saw his tweet, Dennis Allen, this morning at the charity golf tournament that the Saints are participating in for the Saints Hall of Fame. He thinks there was a 100% ingest type tweet about him returning to the NFL. Do you think he's legitimately thinking about playing again? Or do you think um, that was, like we said, just probably kind of, I didn't care for the news to be leaked this way, and here, here's my tweet. Uh, I think a little bit of both. I think even if he's thinking about coming back, I think his first practice, uh, goes out and he starts throwing the ball around and he wakes up the next morning and he realizes, ouch, I'm sore. I'm not coming back. Uh, I, I, I would be highly, highly doubtful he comes back. I'm hearing probably going to go over uh, to another uh, station and, and work over there. Fox has some openings. Uh, Amazon is looking for some stuff. So I, I just don't see him playing. If he does, well, what a total distraction for what the news have you guys been making with all the signings and all that would be That'd be that would be horrible if he decides to come back. I just think it'd be very very distracting. Well, yeah, and I just I, I like I said I, I and I I get you know the the tie to the city and the team and things of that nature. But again, if part of the reason that there was excitement and, and even on my end because I text you over the weekend, um, Vegas kind of has a little confidence now with the Jarvis Landry signing uh, signing with the Saints. That you think it's going to be a lot more than eight wins where it's currently at right now, eight and a half wins, right? In most books now moved to eight and a half. We had a lot of action over the week, and me and you discussed this. But I've talked to uh, some uh, colleagues of mine in the industry and some media industry. There's still a huge question mark with Camara. He still has legal issues, and we've seen their offense that it goes a lot through him. Uh, I think he's still going to probably have some games where he's not playing because of his legal issues. So. That's probably one of the biggest question marks. And, of course, Jameis, how healthy is he going to be? Uh, and all that. I, again, defense, top of the line. They're probably going to be uh, carrying their teams. That defense that you guys have at the Dome is going to give you guys big, big, big Ws. I still have issues with that with the offense. Because, again, wide receiver crew, good. Is Jameis going to be able to throw the ball? Is how healthy? And then Camaro, is he going to miss any games because of his legal issues? Yeah. And like I said, um, It'll be interesting to see how they handle it. I do think not having Alvin Kamara when you didn't have receivers last year really affected you. He was their offense. I think having Landry, Thomas, and Olave, it's just not going to kill you as much. Does that make sense, Rafael? I'm not saying it's not affecting you. He's one of the best players in the NFL, but you have other guys I can, you know, somewhat compensate for. So, um, when you look, though, at the NFC, because it's kind of the discussion that we were been having earlier today, I think they can compete in the NFC, like for the NFC championship. Am I wrong to think that? Uh, yes and no. I think they win a division. I, I think there's great value in a division. I think there's great value for the Saints just to make the playoffs. I think there's really good plus money on both of them. To win the NFC Championship, I think I, I think Green Bay is going to be still there. The defending champs are still going to be there. I think the 49ers are going to be there. Notice how I did not say anybody in the NFC East, Cowboys, Eagles, because no one's going to be there for them. Uh, I, I, I would put them battling, but I don't think they're better than the Rams. I don't think they're better than the Packers or the 49ers. 
Okay. Um, Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan, continues to text me throughout the entire show that there will be a four-win team, the Saints. The Dolphins, though, he feels will be 17-0. and They made a, another signing over the weekend, too. They, boy, they re, they better win the whole thing, huh? The, the way that everyone's acting and talking about them. But I don't see the, the national love going into their direction. Do you? No, because they're not the Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, everyone else in that division right. that made uh, a move. That's why I'm a little bit shocked at how much love the Saints have got on TV uh, with their moves because everything else has been who can bat, who can beat the AFC team. So I'm glad that the Saints are getting a lot of love on the media side. Uh, but again, I've told you this before, I would be shocked if the AFC does not win a Super Bowl. Let me ask you this, because obviously he's texting it, and we had a caller, uh, Mr. Black, here as well. Odell Beckham Jr., where do you think he plays this year? Uh, I think like he goes to be in Miami. I think he goes back to the Rams. He loved it there. They loved him there. He, he was the reason why they were still in the game before his knee blew up. I think uh, I think he's going to show uh, probably get a discount to, to go back there. He likes everyone there. I would not be shocked that he's uh, got a Rams jersey on again. Okay. All right. Easy enough when you look at it from that perspective. Um, other things to talk about, of course, Jordan, the NBA scoreboard, and obviously uh, the teams that are going to be now in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. How surprised were you at the games yesterday, though? Um, when, when you look at the Bucks celtics game, 22 of 55 from three-pointer Boston, Milwaukee was four of 33, 22 threes to four. That to me is the difference in that game yesterday. I, on the Celtics, can they, they depend on that? It's just one of those games that was just kind of freakish where they just, I mean, 55 threes. A little bit of both. I just think we saw in the last game that uh, the Greek freak was just out of gas. Uh, his shots were flat, front off the rim. Uh, I just think he just couldn't do it himself anymore. He needed his Robin out there. Uh, Middleton was a huge, huge, uh, aspect. And I think that's why they lost the game. And of course, the Celtics just bombed a lot of threes. A little bit shocked that the Celtics are so heavy favorites against Miami. They're minus 175, minus 180 to win the series. Uh, I like Miami's defense. Their bench is, is very deep. Uh, I would not, I know the Boston's the media favorite right now, but, uh, I, I'll take Miami to plus, uh, the 150, 155. I think they beat the Celtics. Okay. Um, when you look at the Western Conference Finals with the Suns, I, it's crazy. Um, so much, I guess, is coming out now. I mean, th- did you know there was a problem with Monty Williams and DeAndre Aiden? Uh, yes, I heard that there was a little bit of grumblings uh, during that when he when he didn't get his max contract. Uh, I heard that he kept on. I guess, I guess he kept on mentioning all through practice. All season long, and Monty kept on telling you, you know, get your head straight with a, a workout and uh, in the end. So I didn't hear it was grumbling. I just heard, you know, you know, bits and pieces of, you know, uh, it's a whole season. Of course, you're going to fight with your your head coach for a whole season. I, 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 what I heard wasn't as bad as I think they're making out today. They lost. That's why they're making it out bad today. So it's the Mavs taking on the Warriors in, in game one on Wednesday. Golden State already a five-point favorite here. Who do you like in this series and why? I like Golden State. I know they shot the ball so poorly in that series against Memphis. I think they're just a little bit more experienced. I think Dallas probably had to give up so much energy to win that series against Phoenix. I like Golden State. I'm probably in six, but boy, I'm sure the networks are sweating Miami-Dallas uh, finals. They do not want 
uh, Miami Heat Dallas Mavericks finals. Oh, they could probably put that on maybe PBS or the USA Network, or maybe put True TV. Maybe True TV would take the NBA finals if it's the Miami Heat Dallas Mavericks. Okay, uh, I saw Tiger Woods playing a practice round this morning. Cameras following him as every move. We've seen different shots of Jordan. We've seen him walk. We've seen him swing. We've seen him hit. He's playing in the PGA Championship. What, what do you think? Do you think he makes the weekend again? Uh, I think he does. I mean, the, the course is not as hilly as it was uh, at the Masters. I mean, he'll probably make it. I mean, to make the cut is minus 140. The miss the cut is plus 110. I mean, he's not going to win it uh, just because I just think there's so much better golfers that are, that are out there. Uh, but I think he makes it through the weekend. I mean, the networks would love to see him make it through the weekend just because there's really not that much on there besides the NBA Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. But I think he makes the cut. He doesn't win it. There's no chance I think he wins it. Okay. Um, anything else in the world of fisticuffs that we missed over the weekend? Uh, not much. I mean, it was a lackluster uh, UFC. I thought the uh, Charlo fight was really, really good. Uh, I thought that was a, a must-watch out there. Nothing going on this weekend uh, in the fisticuffs, but the Preakness is this weekend. You got NBA, PGA Championship. Hopefully, Tiger doesn't make the cut so I can laugh all weekend. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting fun thing. Does and the, then, again, I'll be looking for apartments for Jordan all weekend yeah. long. Does, so does I, the, I got a busy, I got a busy uh, schedule. Does the Preakness lose its luster by not having the Derby winner? I think so. Huh? Yeah, I totally feel bad for for the uh, for Preakness and uh, the racetrack because they're missing out on a huge handle for him not going there. I, I think it's. Uh, I understand that that's not that the horse takes a lot of time off after he races. I understand that, but you're going for a triple crown. I, I totally feel bad for the Preakness. The workers there, they're going to miss on the handle, the tips, and all that. I really feel bad for the racetrack. One last question, Raphael. I saw Ric Flair is to step in the ring one final oh, time in July. I saw the 74, 75 and all that. Uh, I don't know who. He, the only way I'll be interested, if he fights the Iron Sheik and the Iron Sheik tweets the whole time he wrestles, because if you don't follow him on Twitter, uh, it's a must. That's the only way I think I might watch that. So oh, that, he, That'd be fantastic if he fights the Iron Sheik. SummerSlam? Is that what that is? Is he going to do that? or? I I don't know. I think it's going to be a thriller. It's not even a it's not even a WWE or AEW event. It's some weird one. I mean, ugh, I feel bad. Oh wow, really? I thought it was Laser WWE. No, no, okay. no. They let they, they they let ties on him, and AEW wanted nothing to do with him. So yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know who he's going to wrestle and stuff like that. But yeah, seventy four. I'll fight him. I guess in the ring. I mean, why not? I'll take. I'd like to ask you this: How, how do you think? Sean Payton's going to do as a studio analyst. I thought he'd be a game analyst. Uh, studio, I think he'll do. I see. I think he'd be better in a studio and not a game. So I'm totally opposite with you. I think he would probably be a better studio analyst. Just I think that's why Bill Cowher. I thought that when he went in the booth, people thought he was going to play games. And I think he's really good in the studio. So I think that's why I think uh, Sean Payton will be uh, totally uh, the same way. I think he'll be okay. I, I, I'm just shocked that they finally what is not Then the Fox announced him that he's going there. I'm yep. a little bit shocked that it takes so long. Yeah, no doubt about it. Rafael Esparza at ESPN Radio knows the way to find you over um, on Twitter, actually at VSI Doc Sports. ESPN Radio knows, of course, our Twitter page to do that here as well. Rafael, as always, man, appreciate the time. Talk to you again on Friday. Thanks, guys. Maybe a studio apartment for you, Jordan. Me cheaper. I'll look for that. There you go. As long as you're paying. Oh, boy. Here we go. Thank you, Raphael. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. I'll tell you what, in Vegas. 
might just be your car if you go live over there. So yeah. You know. When we come back, Mr. Justin Hill, he is the head coach for McNeese. They won the Southland by sweeping Houston Baptist. We'll talk with him, and we'll do that when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com slash safety or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. He's the head coach for McNeese Baseball. And we will chat about his team getting all of the wins in here and winning the regular season conference tournament for the Southland. Jordan, questions of the day? Yeah, question of the day is simple with the addition of Jarvis Landry. Where do you think the New Orleans Saints wide receiving core ranks in the NFL? You could comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. Jay Val says, um, receiving group definitely better than the Saints. He says Miami, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, Dallas, Philly, Tampa, Minnesota, Others debatable. And then <laughs> Mac over on Twitter says, top three, no questions, hands down. Think so, huh? She says over on Twitter. I'm just saying, dude. I, I, I don't know why you're not on this bandwagon here. No? Uh, who said I was not, wasn't on the Saints bandwagon? You said they're a two-win team. Never said that. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, let's bring in Mr. Justin Hill. He's the head coach of McNeese Baseball. Coach, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time this afternoon. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, anytime I get a chance to talk to you, I get this is this is fun stuff. So. <laughs> well, it's always uh, it's always a pleasure when you get to talk to uh, anybody about a regular season conference championship. Sir, you did it 2019, 2021. Obviously, COVID uh, messed that up that streak though, but. Coach, the, the Southland this year, it literally went down to the final day, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, not only the final day, it went down to the, the final moments. Uh, I, you know, it, it, it took us, you know, coming back down 7 nothing after the first inning to win the outright title. 
Uh, you know, we had a chance to make it easier on ourselves and a couple other times, but uh, as, as crazy as this year was uh, in so many ways, I mean, there, there's so many good players and so many good coaches in this league. And, uh, you know, I, it, literally six teams could have won the league in the last weekend. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we feel fortunate to, do, to be able to do that. Uh, and it all starts out with having really good players and really good uh, coaches that, that bring those players and coach them up. And, um, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I get to talk to you, but they're, they're the ones who did all the work. I promise you that. Well, Coach, we throughout the season got a chance to to speak weekly with Coach Silva, or whether it was Matt Reiser, Blake Dean joined us here as well, and that's why I wanted you to come on here as well because obviously locally we've been kind of following it and, and and hearing their stories of their teams and all the adversity, whether it's not having pitchers, whether it's you know finding the right hitters to to kind of do, um, the timely hits and stuff. What, what's the story for the Cowboys this year? Like, how did you guys manage to get to you know the regular season title here? Well, I, I think there's a lot of things that kind of go on with that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know there was there was obviously hurricanes this past that this past season um, that that you know impacted uh, Hammond and Thibodeau and, and, and New Orleans, obviously. Uh, but you know, we're still recovering from you know from 2020 and the hurricanes right. with Hurricane Laura and Delta. And uh, you know, tomorrow is the one year anniversary of the of the flood that happened. Uh, you know, in this in this area, so. Uh, you know, we're still kind of dealing with stuff. Um, and, and, you know, we just got our scoreboard back up this past week. Uh, we don't have the canopy over our grandstand. We don't even have a press box. The guys are going to be working under tents this week. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, and so, uh, our players got their locker room back, uh, the, the first part of January. Uh, so, you know, we didn't get a chance to really know our guys, you know, that, that time you get inside the facility and stuff that, sure. uh, you know, just when you get in the downtime to get to know your team, get to know your players. Uh, you know, it kind of took us a little while to do that. Um, you know, just because, you know, it, it, it's, it's one thing to see guys, uh, you know, on the field and do baseball stuff. It's another thing to get to know them away from their talent and away from their skill and what they do and just get to know them as people and humans, you know, and, uh, and that, that part's important too. And then, uh, you know, we had an injury. Uh, we had, we had some injuries the first part of the year. We had a, a guy that was a reigning all conference player. Uh, went down, I think, the fourth weekend, and he's going to be out the entire year, uh, without the entire year hitting the middle of the order. So it took us a while to figure out what this team is and who this team, uh, was going to be. Uh, you know, I mean, I know we've got, we got some guys with good numbers and we've got a lot of guys with, with spread out innings. And there's so many different things that are just a little bit unique about this team, but it took a while for this team to figure out who they were. And, uh, you know, you, you can, you can press all the right buttons and do all those kind of things, but, uh, each team comes into their own, uh, you know, at the, at, at their own timing and things. And, uh, again, we feel fortunate that, that we were able to hang on while we were figuring out, uh, some things. And, and, and we did things that championship clubs do. When we weren't hitting, we pitched well. When we didn't pitch well, we hit, we hit and made great defensive plays. And, uh, the guys just kept showing up and showing up. And they won big games on the road. They came back from tough adversity. Uh, they had a lot of different things that kind of went on. And, uh, so there, there's a lot of, and, and everybody has that story. You know, I, sure. I know that, uh, Coach Silva has that story. I know Coach Dean and Coach Rice. I know they have all those stories, uh, about their team and those kind of things that, and you know what? That story doesn't change based off a scoreboard. You know what I mean? And so they've got those things. So I, again, I feel very fortunate that, you know, we're going to get a chance to, to, to have the hardware and those kind of things and mm-hmm. for our guys to be able to ch- chance to, to tell their story. But, Honestly, who they are and what they are as people and what they did isn't changed based off of, you know, what kind of trophy or how many, how many years you've got on that, that, that outfield wall. No doubt. Speaking with head coach 
Justin Hill of McNeese, at McNeese Baseball, the way to follow his team on Twitter and, of course, the school athletic website, McNeeseSports.com. Along those lines, though, Coach, I mean, look, not to that level, obviously, the two hurricanes, the floods and all that, but even still here, I, I'm literally looking outside my window right now as a blue tarp, you know, <laughs> on a house across the street. Um, but it takes a while to recover and do things. And, and along the lines of what you're saying, when you don't have your home be sort of your home and and go through that, I, I guess it sort of builds a certain kind of character about your team, huh? When, when you kind of deal with things like that? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I would say yes, you have the opportunity to build. I think it reveals a lot of who you are. Right. I think it reveals a lot of what's important. So you have, you have choices to go, all right, am I gonna, am I gonna do something with this? Am I gonna complain about it? I'm gonna work through it. Um, and, and you know, you, it, it's amazing how things kind of get whittled down with that. Yeah. Do we, are, are the other things important? The lights and the school board? Yeah. Those things are really important. That's why we have them. Um, but you know, it, it's kind of one of those opportunities you get with, with kids to, um, and I'll tell you what's what's special about this group that we have that that can meet this year. Now, last year's group, you know, they went through the pandemic and they went through the the, the, the flood and they went through the hurricanes and they everybody came back and did those kind of things. And we had a large senior class of guys that graduated. But you know, with the transfer portal and the ease, the ease it is to leave one one position to the next, uh, we had a group of guys. I think we ended up having fifteen seniors again this year that they knew it was going to be hard and they knew that. Everything wasn't going to be rebuilt, and they came back anyway. And that that, that was, that's probably the most character revealing trait that I would tell you about these guys, um, because they they chose the hard route. They chose to to each other over their selfish what, what could be deemed as something selfish for them. Uh, not that the transfer portal selfish. We had guys come in and things like that, but they they wanted to be together. They wanted to finish what they started, and yeah. we had some guys that wanted to be a part of that. Uh, so that goes to tell you a lot uh, about the character of, of some of, the, of a lot of the players that we have. So now we get to the conference tournament, Coach, uh, as if winning the regular season title wasn't hard enough. I can't imagine what this tournament is going to be like. You guys play Thursday in Carnet Wood, the eighth seed. You guys obviously are the number one seed Thursday at 6 o'clock. Do you expect the Thursday, Friday, Saturday to be battles? I think it's going to be a fight just like it was <laughs> all regular season. Right. I, I, I know that's going to happen. Um, you know, they, they played us tough, you know, this first part of the year, but hey man, tournament time, seedings don't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of accolades. It doesn't matter what your win loss record is, your ERA, your batting average. Everything's zero. It's zero, zero. Whoever plays best, whoever outlasts that team in those nine innings, they get to move on. And that's, that's, the, that's the, the fun part about the postseason and the tournament. We've all seen it. Uh, it plays out and it just becomes this, uh, this emotional gauntlet and those kind of things that go. Uh, but I'm really excited for, for, for our players to get a chance to do this in front of our community. So it's just the first time ever that McNeese and Lake Charles has hosted the, the, the postseason conference tournament. Right. Uh, they've never had a bid for it or anything like that, and we earned the right to do that. So we get a chance to have people in the seats for us in the postseason, and we don't have to travel anywhere uh, for our fans, and they get the trophy in front of their fans, our, our fans. And so – uh, I, I like the that, I like that part about baseball. You know what I mean? Like, I I love all the other college sports and everything that goes, but I love that part about baseball where you get a chance to do that uh, and travel in the postseason, those kind of things in front of fans. I think there's 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 nothing like it, and we get a uh, we get a little mini version of that, uh, kind of a regional type thing here in Lake Charles. Uh, and I know they're gonna get the same thing in Hammond, but it'll be exciting. It'll be a fight. Uh, obviously, Incarnate Word, Northwestern State, and Nichols. 
uh, all coming over here, man, it's, it's going to be a fight. I don't think anybody's going to get out of here uh, without some, without some blood and some, uh, some bruises and all those kind of things. It's going to be a fight. That's for sure. Coach, appreciate the time, uh, you know, telling folks the, the story, obviously of your team being able to become the regular season conference champions and, uh, that's why I love talking to coaches and being able to, to kind of just hear the stories, man. Cause I mean, it, 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 it's a lot of games, but it's a lot of stories in, in between with each individual player and, and stuff to, to kind of get to that point, you know? No, you're, you're dead on. I mean, you know, you guys get rings and trophies and things <laughs> like that, but I can promise you a lot of people, they won't know where their ring is or those kind of things, but they can tell you about the road trip with their guys and right. the, the adversity they fought and things. And they, they always re- remember the relationships. And so, uh, you know, these guys, their, 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 their career and their life is not going to be defined by this game, but the moments you have because of this game. And, uh, it, it's a, it's, it's an awesome honor, uh, to get a chance to be a part of these guys' life for just this short duration that we have. And so hopefully we get to have a positive impact on them. Um, but, uh, no, and I, and I appreciate you telling the story. You ask the questions, we get to tell your listeners, uh, but you recognize that and that's big. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you having me on. And obviously the other coaches get to share those things. Oh, I appreciate it. It's fun, man. I, I, you giving us the time. Uh, Justin Hill, head coach of McNeese baseball, follow him on Twitter at McNeese baseball. And of course the school website, McNeeseSports.com. And as coach said, you got the tournaments coming up here. You got Nichols Northwestern at one o'clock on Thursday. And then coach's team will be taking on UIW over at six o'clock. We'll be following and hopefully we'll be talking soon again, coach. Sounds great, Gus. I appreciate you having me on again. Yep, for sure. Take care. Quick break. We come back. We'll go over it here as well. Again, two different brackets. We'll go over the other side of things too with your Lions and the privateers, Jordan. We'll do that here as well. So sports hangover and your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. 
With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady Lassie. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Good afternoon. Today. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hey, Andre, 998-1003. So you got the McNeese Brackets, as Coach was saying. Nichols, Northwestern State. It's game one at one o'clock on Thursday. McNeese and UIW game two. That's one end of the bracket. Jordan, your Southeastern Lions are the two seed. They are the second game in the southeastern bracket. It will be over in Hammond. They're hosting there. It will take on Texas A&M Corpus Christi at 6, UNO and HBU on the first game at 1 o'clock. So that's how it works. You win each bracket, and then you'll have the Southland Conference Tournament Championship, if that makes any sense to you, Um, doing that. The championship series will be the following week. Does that make sense? So you got two brackets, one at McNeese, one at Southeastern. They'll play to determine a winner, one from each, and then they will have a championship series, May 26th, 27th, and 28th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the site will be at the highest remaining seed. Kind of like how to do that. I mean, obviously, most conference tournaments, it's all like in one place, multiple games. This is one way where it's kind of separates it, Jordan. I do like how they're playing the, the um, highest remaining seed yeah. at their at their own ballpark. 800 if you'd like to chime into the conversation here. And, again, we're just talking a little bit about the, the NBA <laughs> Eastern and Western Conference Finals going through. Well, what are you pointing to? What, what a Rob Gronkowski. What about him? Going to the... Uh, you think he plays for the Bucks this year? I mean, fifty-five if, receptions, eight hundred yards. If Tommy, yards. if Tommy's back, then there's always a good possibility of Rob. Tommy, huh? I know there was some thought that he may go to Buffalo, you know, to be able to do that here. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Gronkowski should just retire. Come on, retire. Let's retire. I don't think he retire. He's waiting. They want to do OTAs and minicamp and all that. He'll just show up there. There was that one thing where he said that he, he, he did them all in one day during COVID, and he just switched his shirt every uh, every time he started a new video. Really? So he didn't. So he just got them all out the way. In oh, the is that what he was day. doing? Got you. Uh, Dennis Allen over the weekend did meet with reporters after Saturday's rookie minicamp practice. Uh, had this to say, we'll hear at the top of the next hour from Chris Olave, the first-round draft pick at receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Thoughts on it? Small sample size, but just, you know, same things that we saw on tape. Um, a guy that uh, is really fast, smooth in transition, uh, you know, good route runner. And, and look, ultimately, you know, he's the, he's the type of character person that we wanted to bring into the building, and I think that's as important as anything. And of course, look, when he, when we see that that signing takes place on Friday, Jordan, look, I, that receiving room is why I'm sitting here and I opened up the first hour of the show saying, I, I, I legitimately think this makes the Saints contenders, like contenders, contenders to at least the NFC. The, I, 
I get it, but you got to make sure that those guys, those guys are playmakers on your team. That you got to have be a big impact. The ball still has to get there, and they have to do stuff after they catch the ball. I understand. So, but it's what? It's kind of. But one of your questions of the day is. Yeah, one of the questions. Where, where do you what, rank them? Yeah, with the that addition trio. of Jarvis with Jarvis Landry. Okay, so in the NFC, how many other receiving groups are better than the Saints in the NFC? Let's go with the teams that, that would be on the top, like the Rams. Rams got a pretty good receiving group if Ole Beckham comes back. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of been – I mean, Cleveland didn't want him. Okay. Um, Green Bay doesn't have a better receiving group. No. Okay. They were the number one seed, right? Would you say Tampa? Jackson, Goodwin, it, Godwin. I think Reddit. that's probably one of the number okay, one. Okay, at least even. Would you say at least even? You're gonna go number well, you one. Know with what that. You, you know what okay. they ha- you have out of them. Okay. So I'm gonna say right. number one. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. When you take a look at the rest of the teams that are in the um, in the well in the conference, right? That would let's just go with like the seeds last year. Packers are one. Better or or worse? Seeds. Well, we're better. Okay. Bucks. They're better. Cowboys. We're better. The Rams. I think that one could be tied. Cardinals. Saints are better. 49ers. Might give that one to, okay. to the 49ers. Now the Eagles made some moves, right? They were 9-8 as well last year. Getting A.J. Brown. Picking up a pretty good draft pick or two. But that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're among the best in the NFC at the very least, you could say. Jack, thank you for calling the sports hangover. What you got for us, bud? Hey guys. Um, first of all, Gus, I think it's interesting the way uh, you and Jordan switched uh, roles this year, <laughs> where, where you're more you're more the right. fanboy, and is that was that his uh, his graduation present that he gets to take the adult role? No, but here's the thing, Jack. Last year, I was the one. That was saying be cautious because they didn't have those players at receiver. You didn't have, you know, Michael Thomas ready to go. You didn't have – you had a ton of, I don't know, you don't know who the second quarterback was. Like, you didn't know any of that. Going into this year, I I know pretty much you have the defense back. You're going to have Peyton Turner. Hopefully be healthier and be able to play. That's going to add depth there. There's going to be a playmaker there. You know who your second corner is. Everyone's raving about Alante Taylor adding depth at the corner there. I, I'm assuming there's a reason why people were excited about Honey Badger playing and stuff. I think Marcus Mays is not a bad safety. Um, I think he's at least in the same ballpark as Marcus Williams. So, you know, I, I don't think you, you, you drastically downgraded on, on that aspect of it. And I think you absolutely have way more talent on offense at the receiver position you did last year. So I, I, I guess that's why I am feeling the way I am this year as opposed to last year. Last year, I didn't – what did you have? No, I, I agree. Gus, mm-hmm. I think they have a chance to make the playoffs, certainly. Yeah. But primarily because primarily because they have four wins staring them in the face. Atlanta's roster is bad, and, Car- and Carolina's coach is awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that Ross is that bad. I just think he's a, he's a clown. Right. I mean, I mean, he's 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 gone through three offensive coordinators and three. They all talk about Sam Donald, but quite honestly, I mean, 
could you possibly get worse co- worse coaching than that guy's had in his life? Yeah. So, um, um, but anyway, but but Gus, okay, about the roster, um, I, I think your two best defensive players are now going to be thirty three when the season goes. Um, I'm not sure. I, I know all the LSU fans want to believe they got better at safety, but I'm not sure they did. Okay, I, I, I agree with General D. I think there's some questions along the offensive line, and no matter who's playing quarterback, I think you have to protect them. Right. Um, and, and you're and you're also you you're also. I mean, what's Michael Thomas going to look like? It's been three years since we've seen that guy. Right. So, and and, and really, but the most important question: Would you agree that the NFL is absolutely desperate for quarterbacks? It is. Uh... It is not at its highest peak on the NFC side, but I, I will say this. Um, the AFC is pretty loaded. You talk about, like, desperate in terms to try to find quarterbacks in general after starters. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you're right. It's loaded on the AFC side, but um, I think there were a lot of teams that wish that they could improve their quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yet, and yet, Jameis is going to take about a third of what a top quarterback, you know, because because the very top quarterbacks are making their fifty million dollars a year. The average salary is more like thirty, and 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 nobody nobody thought enough of him to make a serious offer to him. Hmm. Yeah, I, it, like I said, I I think um, there's some people that it's, do they fit their system? Do they do different you know aspects of it? I I don't know, Jack. I. Like I said, I I think these being un, un, earned the value, and, and how much of that though also Jack is maybe he and his agent letting it be known. Maybe we don't know how many teams called them or not. You know, we don't know. It could have been one of those things where look, that's okay. where I want to play, and that's where I kind of want to go. So maybe when his agent got a phone call, he's like, "Look, man, I, I know he kind of has his eye on this." Um, but no, I mean, look, you bring up a, an interesting point in, in a in a league where yes, I mean. Andy Dalton's getting money, right, to be a backup, and it's good money to do that. So I, I'm with you. It, it is interesting that he didn't get a, a ton of looksies, but man, this was a weird year. You had so many teams trying to quote unquote upgrade from their current starter from last year because they thought they can sort of do better, and I, I it just it was just odd. And gosh, one last thing: mm-hmm. don't you think the Saints kind of treated him like that two o'clock girl in the club? You know, you look around for the girls you want, and if that doesn't work out, you, you look for the girls who are still there. That, that's kind of how they treated Jameis. <laughs> Jordan, how is it? You up? You up? You get that you up text. <laughs> On that note, that, bring, that brings it into our number two. Usually you don't get a response. Thank you, Jack. You, you usually don't get Thank a response. You, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that's it. Hour three next. Start ESPN New Orleans. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safe driving discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. 